Alright, coming to you live, but how fast is he coming? It's a little bit disturbing how much this man comes. His name, in the corner we have Michael Garza. He's the financial boy wonder, he's ready to teach you everything you need to know. And he's coming to you live, and he's coming out the gates right now. Can you handle it? Are you ready for it? Boys and girls, ladies and gents, it's time for Michael Garza. He's ready for you. Get that, get that jizz ready. Get that jizz ready. He's already teach you finance, baby. Okay. <laughs> that was a, not a very smooth transition. I do got to work on the intro. I'm not going to lie, but welcome to the show. This is episode number four in the books. Well, almost in the books. We just started episode four. But no, I, I wanted to make a more episodic show that was didn't conform to a single subject all the time that was always variant. I didn't want, look, I didn't want something that was always the same. I want a show that's always different, or at least that may does not always be different, but something that is exciting. You know, it's something, uh, and I, a goal to be educational and hilarious is always in the cards. Um, one thing I just realized is I don't have my uh, headphones to make sure I'm not sounding too crazy. Hold on. Gotta make sure I put these bad boys in here. I will tell you guys, I really, really enjoy, I really, really enjoy the blue microphone, uh, blue Yeti. Um, one of these days I'll probably upgrade, but uh, in the meantime, totally cool with what I got. I, I like what I got here. Um, okay. Whew. So... The whole goal of this episode is to tell you guys, get multiple brokerage accounts and get them fast, because here's the thing, the more brokerage accounts you have, the better. In, 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 every, in every way, I could say this, because the more brokerage accounts I have, the more my erectile dysfunction goes away. That's a lie. My wiener does have troubles. Um... But no, I want to, in this episode, I really just want to talk about, because um, every episode is about 15 to 20 minutes, so I can get pretty much every single thing I need to get out of me, uh, including my diarrhea. The, the, the whole purpose of doing a show like this is to educate and teach you and keep you, keep you laughing your ass off, um, and also being grossed out. I hope, I hope I've had a few people throw up during the uh, filming of a lot of these, but um, so the whole purpose of having multiple brokerage accounts is so that way you can compartmentalize a lot of the different uh, strategies you may have. Everybody's got different strategies they can utilize. And for me, I recently decided to get another brokerage account and I got a whole total of six. Now, there is one that technically isn't a brokerage account and that's Coinbase, but it's a crypto brokerage in a sense. So I guess you could count it as a brokerage account, but I think I have six. Hold on. I actually could be miscalculating this. Hold on. Um... Oh, no, take the back. Yes, I got I got uh, U.S. bank investments as well, but they charge a commission, so they're not always worth it. But they are nice, though, if you just want to buy stock in a company that you really believe in and then just buy it and hold it and re reap the dividends over time. So eventually that'll pay for the commission fee. But I prefer to do no commission trading, which is why I've converted more to more towards um, safer brokerage accounts. I also keep extra. Here's another reason to keep a ton of brokerage accounts. One, you want to go with reputable ones. Um, it's okay to go with semi-sketchy ones. Robinhood is okay. I've you know, worst case scenario, let's say Robinhood went bankrupt or went away, you can always have the option of transferring your funds to another brokerage account that you have. The SEC does allow 
um, no, it's not the SEC. You do get up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars of coverage in a sense. So if Robinhood ever went down, as long as you have under two hundred fifty thousand dollars of assets, you can pretty much get everything back, whether it's assets and cash. Um, but the whole point is. Another reason having multiple brokerage accounts is so fascinating is let's say I didn't want to have a million dollars stored in one setting, right? Let's say I got to a million dollars net worth, right? What, what I could do $200,000 in one brokerage account. I could do $200,000 in another. You could do $200,000 in another. You can spread it out. Spreading out your money is probably one of the best things um, because, well, I, I also like to consider it spreading out the assets, but um, so I believe it's important to have a brokerage account that represents two things. Two brokerage accounts need to represent volatile products, which I use Robinhood to play around with volatility. But I do, uh, I have a hedge fund strategy that I implement in the Robinhood brokerage account. Now, in in crypto, using Coinbase, I've got a, this is an interesting strategy, and I don't know... <laughs> how everybody feels about this one. This is a weird one. So what I do is I get every single crypto that's available on Coinbase. So what I do is I typically mine Bitcoin. So I'm actually not using any of my own money, which is nice. I'm using a little bit of my electric bill, but it keeps the house a little bit warm when you mine Bitcoin because the computer's heating up, the processor's heating up. So it keeps the room warm. That does a plus. Better than turning on the heater, I guess. But um, go Hawks. Anyway, um, the whole point, though... Um, uh, with Coinbase, like Coinbase has allowed me to um, to get get a hold of every single crypto and make my own mini index of crypto. So I'm technically diversified across the entire, well, not the entire crypto space, obviously, because not every single cryptocurrency is available on Coinbase. But that's a good thing because there are some cryptos out there that I think um, are scams. And I will admit that Coinbase does have a bit. I wouldn't say it's perfect because, but they do have a procedure with getting things in and they make sure it's a worthwhile crypto to even have in the marketplace for Coinbase. So I'm a Coinbase fan. Um, whenever I, whenever I take, so I actually use, um, well I do, this is kind of fun. When I'm not using my computer, I use it to gain passive income. Uh, I use things that allow me to gain passive income. I won't say those specific accounts, but basically what happens is I usually just uh, submit the payment out in crypto. So one thing I'm kind of hoping for is a, is a Bitcoin crash where it goes down to like really low levels. So whenever I take my payment in Bitcoin, I can then buy and hold at a really low price for Bitcoin, but I can also diversify across multiple spaces within the cryptoverse. So not only do I have it in Bitcoin, I got Ethereum, I got all those rando ones. I, look, I, and the funny thing is, the thing about diversification is, with the great thing about diversification in this instance is I'm not using any of my actual money. Like, all this money came from me just using my computer as a passive income machine just to kind of, you know, mine cryptocurrencies or <laughs> lease out my internet connection just for a little bit. But that's that's about it. And why not? You know, one of the things you can do, one of the things that you're able to do is just continue to mine. I'm a, I'm a big fan of mining cryptocurrencies. I believe in it wholeheartedly. And I think it's a great way to make a passive income, but outside of it though, um, you know, when you're not using a computer, sometimes you got to use it for other things. And, um, I'm a fan, you know, I'm a big fan of the cryptocurrency space. I think it's, um, I think it is going places surprisingly. I know not everybody believes in it, which I, I don't blame people. It, 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 there's a lot of the blockchain technology is fascinating and I don't, I don't think it's something that you should overlook because being able to buy into the cryptos directly 
it is nice because you do have a form of ownership. And the great thing is whenever I um, mine Bitcoin and I get Bitcoin payments from other sources, uh, I put it in my Coinbase wallet and I basically convert the crypto that I get that's placed into Bitcoin and I evenly distribute it to the best of my ability across the entire crypto space that's available. So I basically have at least a dollar or more invested in every single crypto that's available on Coinbase currently, which is nice. So it's a smart way to do it. Okay, so now we went over two brokerage accounts. Now, this is my personal philosophy. You don't have to follow this philosophy, but you might even come up with a better philosophy than mine, and I hope you do. So two brokerage accounts, I believe, dedicated to volatile products or playing with volatility in a way that's productive and gets you more money is a good thing. So the third uh, the third brokerage account I use is TD Ameritrade. Um, so with TD Ameritrade, one thing I like about it is... <clears throat> And this is one thing I think that most people should be aware of about TD Ameritrade. It allows you to, um, it's just nice. It's, it's got good data. There's a lot of data that you can get on different companies pretty accessibly through the TD Ameritrade app. So it's a full-fledged, even the mobile app's pretty good. And I got to give props to TD Ameritrade. Um, I just buy stocks in there periodically that are that pay a dividend that are solid companies, and I just buy and hold basically. I was thinking though about using um, using TD Ameritrade to buy nothing more than index funds and just buy them and hold them over time. Um, like a like for instance, one that exposes me to the bond market, and then buying another index fund that exposes me to the S and P five hundred or the VTI that exposes me to the entirety of the stock market. And I could buy that periodically over time if it dips like crazy, because I do believe we are dancing on a knife's edge with the markets right now. And um, I think it's just really response. I think it's responsible to expect a crash. That's why, like, I've bet against the markets as well. So you, there's plenty of ways to play the, the stock market right now. And it's just in the way I play it, man, I use a lot of the money that I get passively from other sources, like not only just this YouTube channel, but my podcast, any money I made from the sponsorships and stuff or the referral links that I post in the video description, I basically am using that money towards making more money. You just multiplying the money, putting it in volatile products, products that make sense actually. Uh, but playing both sides of the market's really fun, especially when you're using money. That's not really, um, that's money. That's really easy to make, especially when it's money that you've used towards doing something you like to do, like me making YouTube videos and me doing the anchor podcast. Um, basically the anchor podcast is basically this show that you're watching right now on YouTube. And of course, anybody watching an anchor, listening to an anchor, of course, this is always done on YouTube live first, and then I just download the video, and then I upload it directly to Anchor. That's pretty much all I do. Um, so that way, I've distributed it uh, to multiple podcasting networks, and and that's the best way to do it, man. And then uh, Anchor, uh, they have the penny, the one cent. It's great. What's great about Anchor is that you can actually record an ad for Anchor, and you can get paid a penny per view, which totally I I love it. So uh, I milk in that money, um, but I'm all about referral links. Uh, the referral links have helped quite a bit, you know, make a little extra money here and there. But yeah, playing the market intelligently is what you really need to do. Um, and I've been able to do it effectively, so I, I'm pretty proud of myself for being able to, to, to you know, figure it out. But 
anyway, I'm trying to cut this episode short. I, I, I like to 15 minutes is the the minimum I like to do for a show. 15 to 20 minutes is my time frame. Now I can go over those at any time. I try not to go under 15 though. I want to make sure it's a quality show with good content um, where you're not missing out anything. Um, but let's go over the rest of the brokerage accounts real quick and keep this short and simple and stay on target. I got I, I have such a hard time staying on target sometimes. There's a little bit ADD in my bloodstream in my brain, but. Um, so we went over TD Ameritrade and kind of how, and I, I always, some of these, I do change up my strategies just to let you know, which is why I love having multiple brokerage accounts. It's almost like leading multiple lives, except for in the investing world. So, uh, on my Charles Schwab account, what I like to do is with, with Schwab, I'm usually, um, I mean, I just opened this one, but my whole goal is to just find just great dividend stocks, like stuff that you'd find in like the Dow 30 or the S&P 500, just like creme de la creme, great companies. Uh, ones I can afford though. Um, just, you know, anything that I would be okay with owning, even if during a market crash, I know they could pay a dividend or I know they will be around, you know, anything really just staying simple and effective is really the goal. Um, I try to stay away from penny stocks for the most part, except for well, I like to bet against sundial growers just to let you know, I do that in uh, Robinhood. but I do also have a lot of shares in sundial that I bought when they were dirt cheap. So I just kind of buy and hold those because I don't know, maybe the Robinhood crowd will pump it up to four bucks. And if they do that, well, I'm fucking ton of money. Um, and you never know, legalization may come into play and sometimes it's good to hold on to something that could benefit from legalization. So at least that's the way I look at it <clears throat> Yeah, from that, from that point of view, I definitely look at a lot of things from a bird's eye point of view though. I really do think the market will crash soon enough one day, but um, in the meantime, I think what we're looking at is inflation, possibly stagflation. It's, it's getting weird. I mean, the economy is, and for me, I personally believe that we're not on the worst path ever, but we're not on the best path ever too. our debt to GDP growth, domestic product, right? It's pretty high. We're a debtor nation. We're in a lot of debt. So the thing is, I'm constantly making sure that I'm betting against the economy while also betting for it um, using UVXY. And I do that through Robinhood. But anyway, let's go on. I don't need to tell you guys my entire life story about how I invest, but let's go a little bit forward. Okay. So Charles Schwab's going to be like, just find good dividend ones and just call it good. Now, Weeble. Weeble is my wild card. With Weeble, I do everything. In fact, my Weeble's kind of a chaos brokerage for me, the way I use it. The way I use it's chaos. It's a great brokerage. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that it's chaotic. I'm chaotic in the way I use it. Um, what I like to do is I like to invest in good companies, but I also like to invest in speculative companies on there. It's a very wild show. Um, but I mainly still invest in good companies just to let you guys know. <laughs> I still don't believe in penny stocks. I really don't. Um, in fact, I think penny stocks are one of the worst investments ever. They're not even an investment in my opinion. Bunk ass, but, uh, all right. But, um, yeah, let's see. That's, uh, and that's what Weeble does. And then of course, um, with, uh, my U S bank one with U S bank, I'm really simple. I simply buy and hold companies. I just find a good company like AT&T, um, just whatever I could find. And the reason is uh, you have to pay a commission fee on there. So when you pay a commission fee, you're definitely not willing to sell so quickly. Plus, 
AT&T play, pays a decent dividend. Well, they did pay a t- decent dividend, now they don't. But uh, my next goal is to probably get like a company like um, on US Bank, like maybe an Altria. Like these are all going to be long term. I just buy and hold for dividend payments only, and that's it. And that's the whole goal is just nothing but dividend payments. And, um, and that's just kind of how I roll, man. That's just how I roll. Um, I, I, by the way, this show is going to have an outro soon enough just to let everybody know where I'll I have a stupid, crazy outro just as crazy as my intro is. But um, I do want to shorten my intro just a little bit and not make it so damn long. I think it's a little long-winded and it needs to kind of be shortened down, so I'll, I'll taper it down just a little bit. But, um, yeah, I... Uh, I don't know. I just I'm a big fan of uh, of doing these types of shows. Um I hope you guys really do enjoy these shows cuz I'm I'm always trying to improve it. Um you know, it'll give you guys the best knowledge and advice that I possibly can. So just remember the whole point of doing what I do is to to constantly spread out your money so you can use that money to get assets and then buy and hold most of them. Like uh majority of the time most of my brokerage accounts are dedicated to buy and hold there's only two of them which are coinbase for crypto and then the other robin hood for me the way i play the market is a little bit wild on crypto on robin hood but um i will admit though being exposed to the crypto market's really nice too just in case it's uh it might be a hedge against inflation i don't know it just depends on how uh, people how seriously people take crypto people are starting to take a little more seriously i think but I don't know. I don't think it's going to replace currency. I think that's a little long-winded, but I do think it's going to be a great digital. Um, <laughs> it's going to be nice because it really is hard to moderate something that's so decentralized. You know, it's a tough thing to hack too. But anyway, though, I just want to thank you guys so much for the time. Um, I will see you guys next episode. Don't know when I'll do the next episode. Maybe at some point tomorrow. But anyway, later. <laughs>